Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. We want to be around our kids while they're feeding. They need to be in the proper position feeding. And you can reduce so many risks of actually your kid having a severe choking obstruction. And if they were to have it, you need to be right there to take action appropriately. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Well, hey guys, and welcome back. Today we're talking about CPR and how knowing basic CPR skills can save your infant's life in a choking incident. Now, I know the fear of choking is a very rare but real risk. And as a baby-led weaning expert and advocate, I do like to remind parents that the research demonstrates that babies who start solid foods with a baby-led approach are at no higher risk of choking than our infants who do traditional spoon feeding. But there's a caveat there, that whole no higher risk of choking with baby-led weaning stuff, it's only true when parents are educated about reducing choking risk. So I spend a lot of time in my content helping parents and caregivers learn how to safely prepare and offer foods for babies at the different stages of infancy, what foods and what feeding practices to avoid in order to reduce choking risk. But there's no replacement for knowing CPR and knowing what to do to intervene if and when your baby actually does choke. My guest today is Brandon Dorskin, who along with his wife, Caitlin, run an online CPR training business. They offer online CPR and first aid courses for parents, caregivers, and healthcare professionals. Now, I've always personally taken in-person quarterly CPR class for my work in infant feeding and because I work with babies, but it's also helpful in my real life as I have seven small kids at home. And I used to, I hated this, but I had to have to get two babysitters to go to my local hospital. So they would watch my kids and I would go to the hospital and I would do my CPR. But during COVID, I switched to an online model. That's when I met Brandon and Caitlin. And I was so impressed with their online CPR courses and their first aid courses that I wanted them to come on and convince you that this is something you should definitely be doing before your baby starts solid foods. And if you just started solid foods, you should take an infant CPR course ASAP so that you know what to do if your baby does have a choking incident. I've also worked with Brandon and Caitlin. I'm actually developing a choking prevention course with them. This is brand new. It's co-taught by me, swallowing expert Don Winkleman, and then Brandon and Caitlin's amazing certified staff members. Brandon will tell you more about that. But again, I just can't stress enough how important it is to take infant CPR before you start solid foods. In my house, anyone who's going to be involved in feeding my baby also needs to be CPR certified. So the online courses that Brandon and Caitlin's family business runs, super affordable. Um, The CPR course, I think is $35. 
If you use my code Katie 10, you can get an additional 10% off. So it brings the cost to $25. So I am an affiliate for them. That is my affiliate discount code. And I'll go ahead and link to the CPR course on the show notes page for this episode that you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 132. So with no further ado, let's talk a little bit more about why CPR skills are so essential for parents and caregivers before starting Solid Foods. And this is an interview with Brandon Dorskin of Thrive Training Institute. Well, hi, Brandon. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, man, it's awesome to be on the show. Love what you do. Uh, Love what you do. I know we talk a lot for like work stuff, but this is cool. It's the first time I've actually had you on the podcast talking about CPR. Tell us a little bit about your business and what you guys do with CPR. Um, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and we care so much about families. And about a year ago, we were just like, we were in a crossroads for our own family. And as we were looking at what we could do to help others, as we all know, COVID-19 happened to the world. And this really came at an opportune time where we had been hearing about families wanting to get CPR skills. And with COVID, everybody was inside and we figured out a way that we could get these skills to people online, uh, which it's already hard enough. I mean, you have a couple of kids, you know, you, you know what it's like to get out of the few. house. You got a few. <laughs> no, I used to have to get a babysitter to go to my CPR class. And one time I went all the way down to the hospital and the CPR instructor didn't show. And I was livid because I was like, dude, I actually have to get two babysitters to leave the house. Like I was Man. pretty mad about it. <laughs> yeah, you got to get two. If, if you're in your, if you're in Katie for our shoes, you gotta need, need two babysitters. And so for us, when we saw this, that parents actually want these life-saving skills. They want to know what to do in these emergency situations, which we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about in this episode. But most parents, even though it's a priority, it's not that high of a priority if it's not for their job to get a babysitter and leave the house for a few hours. And so we wanted to come in and create an opportunity for parents to be able to go through a CPR training and get that, that base knowledge so that they can know what to do and increase that level of confidence. Because all of us, when, we, when your spouse gives birth or you, have a, you adopt, whatever, however you became a parent, you get thrown into the deep end. And it's like, how do we figure this thing out? And so this is like the biggest question. How do I keep my kid alive in an emergency? And uh, for us, it's been an honor to try to answer that question for people. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. One thing my audience is always confused about is like, okay, what are the things I can do to get ready before my baby starts solid foods? Because they all want to start early. I'm like, no, you cannot start early. You got to wait till your baby's six months of age for showing the other signs of readiness to feed. But on the like checklist of things to do, and even actually we have a podcast episode, five things you should be able to do before your baby starts solid foods. And on that list is take our refresher infant CPR course. Because I know as a new parent, you know, you in pre-COVID times, you go to the hospital and you would do a breastfeeding class there. You would do the hospital tour and you would do infant CPR. And then six months later, when the baby's ready to start solid foods, like I can't even remember what I had for breakfast that day, let alone 
CPR skills from six months ago. So I always encourage parents to take a refresher CPR course before their baby starts solid foods, especially because what you were paying attention to for those first few days and weeks of life, like what you were freaked out about when before your baby was born is totally different than what you're freaked out about when your baby turns six months of age. So I was wondering if you could talk about a little bit about how important CPR is when you're starting solid foods at or around the six month mark. I think it's huge because most things in parenting, I wanted to even speak to like how fast paced our lives are today. And so parents feel this pressure. Like you said, you're having to encourage parents, let's wait until we're even seeing signs that kids are ready to feed. And so when, when it comes to these developmental phases for child development, we want parents to be equipped. And so when you're getting ready to introduce solids, most people have this fear, what if my kid chokes? Or what if an emergency happens and they don't know what to do? And so we would put CPR really high up on the list there as something you should know the basics. You should know what to do. The difference between, I know you talk a lot about this, gagging and choking. We might go into that a little bit more in the show, but we want to know what to do if there is a severe airway obstruction. And, and CPR, uh, if you're able to attend an, an in-person training, that's phenomenal. But if you're not, we highly encourage an online resource like the one we've developed so that it's just right up there at the top. Why prevent yourself from knowing that knowledge if it's readily available to you? So that's, that's really our heart. I agree with you. And I think that the fear of choking is certainly the biggest barrier to starting solids, regardless if you're doing a baby-led approach or traditional spoon feeding. And I do remind parents that putting anything in your baby's mouth, including a spoon, can be a choking hazard. Like the risk of choking is very rare, but it is very real. And so having CPR skills will give you the confidence that you know what to do if your baby does have a choking incident. Now we do a lot of education around reducing choking risk, but the risk is still there. Does that mean we're gonna refrain from starting solid foods with our babies? No, they need to learn how to eat. They need to learn how to handle different textures. They're very unlikely to choke, but if they do, you should have those basic CPR skills. So tell our audience, if you can, like, how does an online CPR course work? I mean, I know because I take your course literally almost every other month at this point, just to refresh. And I used to take it every quarter in person pre-COVID, but then I got introduced to you guys. And to be honest, like, I think the online option is so convenient. And I was amazed how much you can learn online. Because I was like, no, you got to have hands-on for CPR, but you really don't. You guys have done such a great job in your course. What can parents expect when they go to take an online CPR course? Well, I appreciate the positive feedback there. What people can expect is it's a pre-recorded training. So that means that if your schedule is crazy and you only got 30 minutes here or, or you only have a certain window, once the kids go to sleep, you're not out of luck. It's not like you missed the training. And so it's pre-recorded, so you can watch the videos as many times as you want. I know there's certain people that they want to see it one time, they're done. There's those people that want to take their own notes. So there's videos that you can go through, and then there's text below it that affirms what you're already learning. So you get the visual, then the written, and then there's little quizzes to make sure that you're retaining that information, as well as a downloadable book that you can keep to reference on the go. And so you're probably not going to go reference a CPR training when an emergency is happening, but you can review it when things are calm. And so that's what people can expect. You can actually go through it in under an hour and then go through it. Like you said, you're going through it, you know, every other month just to stay fresh. Um, you have access to it to continue to go through it. So it's not like a one and done. It's a pre-recorded that you can go through it at your own pace as many times uh, as you deem necessary. I have been in a position with lots of kids starting solid foods at one time. So quadruplets and then a year and a half later, twins. And so I always have a babysitter or someone there helping me, especially watching the other kids when the baby's learning how to eat. And I always ask my caregivers, not ask them, I require my caregivers to have basic CPR training when they're going to be engaged in either A, watching my kids and certainly be feeding my kids. And so I've used your courses as a really affordable resource. That was another thing. It's like, I think your courses are appropriately priced, but they're incredibly affordable 
for what you get and to have it in the convenience of your own home. I make my sitters and caregivers do it as well. Yeah, we've had a lot of feedback of people like, I want to get this for my for my babysitter, for my nanny. And so that's been a, a big use for the parents that come through the courses. Like, well, oh, I want to get this for my, my babysitter as well, because I want them to have it. And actually grandparents as well. I get a lot, of, I exchange emails sometimes with grandparents, you know, figuring out their logins and everything. And so grandparents are using this as a resource. They're like, I won't be seeing my kids for a few months, but my my daughter or son, they sent me this and I need to go through it before I hang out with, with my grandkids. So I think it's a great resource um, and not a burden to give to people, but uh, hey, I'd love for you to go through this before watching my kids. It's not passive aggressive. Like I have grandparents buying my baby led weaning courses all the time. Like, well, either A, my daughter or daughter-in-law told me I got to do this and I don't know how to do it, or I want to get these skills and there's a really cool online resource to help me do that. So I've been an affiliate for your CPR courses for a while now. I, I only become, don't do affiliate work for very many companies, just brands that I actually use in my own household and in my own professional life. So I strongly recommend your programs. I also appreciate that you discount the program even further. So actually have a discount code and I'll link to that to get $10 off the program for the online course. And you can check that out on the show notes for this episode at blwpodcast.com if you are interested in taking an online CPR course before your baby starts solid foods. One of the things that cannot replace self-education is being attentive. I want to reiterate that like it's not, you don't just take this course and then stop paying attention to your kids. I know for you and what you help parents do is we want to be around our kids while they're feeding. And if they're at, they need to be in the proper position feeding. And you can reduce so many risks of actually your kid having a severe choking obstruction. And if they were to have it, you need to be right there to take action appropriately. But you can't replace, you can't just turn on the TV now because you took the course. You still need to be present when your kids are feeding, which I know is what you encourage to your audience. So Brandon, we all know as parents of children that babies tend to put things that they find into their mouths as they start to explore, especially as they start to crawl, which for most of you will be the next stage after you start solid foods. From your experience, what are some of the most common choking hazards that can be found in homes for babies? That's a great question. And there's a lot of things that you want to think about things that are are cylindrical, they're circular, and they're small. And so if it can fit into a toilet paper roll, which you guys were all familiar with, then it's small enough that a baby could put it in their mouth and, and have a choking issue with that. And so I know we aren't using paper money as much, but coins, paper clips, batteries are a big one because we have them laying around sometimes in drawers that are easily accessible. And so one thing that can be really good to do is if, if your kid's now crawling around and they're putting things in their mouth is you need to crawl around your home and see what things are accessible when they can start coming up and climbing up and opening drawers. We don't want the circular um, button-shaped batteries for watches. Those are easy to slide down. And those actually, because batteries have different chemicals in them, that can also cause other complications. And so you really want to think through what things are circular, buttons, um, a lot of birthday parties we have, you know, you got balloons, you want to make sure balloons, they get popped, that the elastic stretchy stuff gets thrown away. That looks like a, maybe a pacifier or something to chew on. So we want to get those balloons taken care of. Anything circular that you can picture, marbles. And then this is one that's super common because of older kids, you know, you might have a five or six-year-old in the home, that they know what to do with small objects, but they need to make you need to make sure that they're picking up or that their chokeable toys stay in their room or outside of the same room where your eight-month-old that's crawling around is, is located. Those are just some of the basics, but those things, if we look around, you think, like, oh, that's, I could put that in my mouth and choke on that. You know, your kid, you want to really take action. So basically everything. So basically, I mean, not to <laughs> overwhelm things aren't you moving parent, around. but everything. <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And when you look at the data for a non-fatal pediatric choking incident and admission to the emergency department, you know, we always see the same foods at the top of the list, right? Hot dogs cut in coin shape, popcorn, nuts, seeds, larger seeds, that is candy. And then the parents like roll their eyes like candy, who gives the baby candy? I know you, mom, are not giving the baby candy. It's the other kid in the house or another kid who comes into the house or the baby's crawling around on the floor and finds it. It's not the actual parent feeding it. We just need to be vigilant, which sometimes when your baby gets more proficient at self-feeding, you're like, oh, they got this. And you stop paying attention as much. And that's where the risk comes in. And knowing CPR is so important. And having refresher CPR course is so important. And tell us a little bit about the courses that you guys have. If I understand it correctly, there's one access that's lifetime access. Is that correct? Yeah, so we have a, we actually have CPR and then we have a basic first aid course giving parents some of those some of those tools to know what to do in certain situations, first aid situations. What we're doing is we're bundling those and parents can actually have an opportunity to gift one of those courses at from times we run different promotions so that you can have lifetime access and gift it to a to a babysitter or a uh, a grandparent. But we're actually working on a course you're familiar with this. We're working on a course on the choking prevention side because like we're talking about so much of this is not like fear of how is my, my kids going to, you know, something's just going to appear in their mouth. We want to prevent, we want to create safe spaces for our kids and we want to feed our kids properly. We want to pick up around properly. So here at Thrive, we actually aren't trying to position ourselves as the experts. We're trying to work with other experts such as yourself to produce incredible resources for people to know what to do. So we're working on a choking prevention course with you right now. Uh, we're hoping to get that launched so soon. Um, and that's really going to help people have that confidence of, well, is this going to happen? It's like, well, we're going to, we're going to give you all these reasons on all these ways on how you can prevent this from happening. But if it does, the course does talk about what to do in the case of an emergency. And it was really fun working on, I mean, as fun as choking can be, was really fun working with you guys on that program because you already have the whole infrastructure set up. So you have in all of their courses, they have the certified trained expert who's teaching the intervention side. And then my friend and colleague, Don Winkleman and I, She's a speech language pathologist who specializes in pediatric swallowing. We did the whole prevention side. So how to reduce the risk for choking. Because when we look at the data, especially for baby led weaning, we know that babies who start solids with a baby led approach are at no higher risk of choking than our children who start with traditional spoon feeding, provided that the parents are educated about choking risk. And that's this huge asterisk that's like, will parents say, what do I do to reduce choking risk? Here, take this choking prevention course. In a very short period of time, you'll get up to speed on, and you'll be surprised. There's a lot of stuff a lot of parents are doing that actually increases choking risk. And it's a few simple tweaks and fixes to know about before you start solid foods. Or if you already started, you can make that switch to make it a safer experience for your baby to reduce choking risk, which of course, in turn, increases the likelihood of success with independent feeding. Just having had the first aid course, I feel like I know the basics of what to do. And for me, it's like, when do I go to urgent care slash the ER? And when can I take care of this at home? That was one thing that your first aid course really helped me with. And it was so comprehensive, really impressive. I mean, I recommend the first aid course bundled with the CPR class. And again, that the discount code KD10 works for $10 off the bundles as well. And I'll link to that for you guys on the show notes for this episode at blwpodcast.com. Okay, Brandon, before we go, I have to 
ask you guys one thing. I'm so, so, so like enamored with you and your wife. I mean, you're nice, but your wife is amazing. And I like love that you guys can work together because I can't even pay the bills with my husband. Like we just don't work well, like in a work, work capacity. We work, I think, okay, as a parenting, a couple capacity, but you and Caitlin like run a business together. Tell me a little bit about how that, how that goes. How's it going? Yeah, well, I went on a deep healing journey this last year and a half to understand my emotions and that inside world. And so that is actually what propelled this business to become what it is, is because it allows me to get feedback from my wife on my, I have all these big ideas. So I'm the big idea guy. And she's like, okay, we actually have to talk with people. We actually have to execute. So we we really balance back and forth on, I'm uh, I'm up in the clouds a lot. And she's like, okay, this is how this gets done. And before I would have been like, are you questioning my big ideas? And now I'm just like, okay. Tell me what needs to stick. Tell me what needs to go. And then we keep moving forward. So we're a pretty dynamic team when we're willing to receive each other's feedback. And that has ultimately what's turned to thrive into what it is today is hearing from each other, taking each other's strengths and running with it. But it definitely has its challenges. Um, but some of the perks are we're, we're able to be at home with our kids a lot. We're able to travel to see family and we're able to work together to do awesome projects like working with you. So I think it's really cool that you guys work together too. I know like the interview is supposed to be me and Caitlin. You're like, hey, we had a babysitter fall through. Like we switch off and on. My husband and I do that as well, but like it makes things, it's, it's, it's just so hard because you never feel like you're giving 100% to your kids or to your work. I totally understand the struggle. And I really appreciate that you guys are doing this at such an affordable price point because I want CPR to be accessible to all parents. It shouldn't be a, well, I can't afford it, but I have to start Solid Foods. The price of your online CPR course is $35. And with the $10 off code KD10 for $25, you can get your CPR skills up to snuff and potentially save your child's life if there's a choking incident. And I also wanted to ask real quick too, because I have a lot of parents ask me, they have to get CPR for their work and they want to do it for infant feeding. Do you offer certifications for people who may require that for work? Absolutely. There's so many different requirements depending on your work. If your work requires you to have a hands-on skills assessment, uh, we would be what would be considered the knowledge learning portion of a certification. So just check with your employer first. If you end up going through the course loving it, but your employer does not accept it for whatever reason, we can get you a refund if you're getting it for certification purposes. Um, but yes, it does it does provide the uh, knowledge certification for CPR. And a lot of professions uh, nowadays are actually allowing you to do that just online uh, to get your your skills in your mind up to date. But if you do need a hands-on skill assessment, you'll need to do that in person. But we can we can do the knowledge portion. And your customer service is insane. I have referred so many parents over the years to your programs. I think one mom wrote to me and was like, they said it was certified and my work doesn't certify it. And Brandon, you personally worked with her and her employer to explain to them, yes, this is certified for whatever you guys need. And she wrote back to me and was like, thank you so much. Like, I really didn't expect that the owner of the business was going to help me deal directly with my employer. I know you can't do that for every employee because you guys gotten really big. But I do just want to say like, you have a great reputation as far as customer service goes and delivering a quality product. Thank you. We want to treat everybody like family. We're serving families, so we got to gotta treat everybody like family. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for joining me. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. And thanks for making CPR accessible and doable and like also short. Like I was kind of dreading that it was going to take all day the first time I took your course. And it's, uh, you don't mince words is all I'll say. Well, it's an honor to be on the show. And thank you so much for all the positive feedback and love and for sending so much of your audience to come take a look at what we're doing. Uh, we feel honored to partner with you and love what you're doing and are excited for all of our projects together in the future. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Brandon. He's one of my favorite people. I wish his wife, Caitlin, could have come. She's so lovely as well. But they are doing such an amazing job to make infant refresher CPR courses engaging, entertaining. They're incredibly informational and also affordable and attainable. So 
If you want to check out their online CPR course, it's normally $35. The code KD10 works for $10 off. So bringing the cost of that online CPR course down to $25, I'll link to the exact place where you need to go to get that on the show notes page for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 132. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Friends, are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.